We'll begin with a callback to last episode. Let's get underway in <laughs> three, two, silence. And like, I can just see me sitting up high yeah. on my like seat and I'm going to get me one of those like um, page boy caps and maybe some suspenders. Like the Angus Young wears from, from ACDC? 100%. And I'm going to lay on my freaking horn. Like if you don't get out of my way and you're like oh. me driving in the right lane with the truckers, I'm going to be up your rear end, and on the back of my truck, I'm going to have something like, don't tread on me, or show me your boobies. Well, I don't want to see boobies, but like, show me your wiener, you know, honk, honk. You had a lot of questions about Donna pursuing her dream, question mark, securing her CDL, and becoming a long-haul trucker at this late stage in her life. Questions like, can you drive a stick? Can you read a map? I can answer that question right now. No. You'll learn this episode, she's also thinking of going into enforcement while on the road as a long-haul trucker. What kind of enforcement? Yeah, listen, tell you what, go ahead and fast forward to the 33 mark and just, uh, let's call the first three quarters of this episode a wash and get right to the good stuff. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events and pop culture, headlines, music, specifically country music. Don and I combined have about 45 years in country radio, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to episode 274. That's a lot of talking. A lot of, lot of stuff. A lot, lot, lot of talking. A lot of tape, a lot of talk. A lot of talking. Uh, my name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. I am continuing the, um, do you remember, I forgot what their names were and they did the, um, oh, it was Siskel and Ebert. Now, if you're very young, you have no idea. You're thinking like, who's that? I, I, I don't know who that is. Oh, maybe you're too young for this. They, they did all of like the movie reviews. Do you remember them? Gene so the, the Siskel? Thumbs up, the thumbs up people? Yes. Gene Siskel and Count Roger vaguely, Ebert. Vaguely, yeah. Yes. Well, they, were, they were newspaper columnists, were they not? Yes, for okay. the Chicago Sun-Times. Um, and then they went on to have like a show. So I have become the new Siskel and Herbert um, because I'm seeing all these movies, as you know. And um, I continued it this weekend and I saw the new Elvis movie, which I've been saying I'm going to see and I saw it. And I have to tell you, mixed emotions. Okay. Very long, two and a yeah, half hours. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but very good. Definitely directed by the guy who, um, Boz Lerman, who did um, whatever the other one was that we couldn't remember the last uh, podcast. The, the Snowman. Yeah, Greatest Showman. Um, and Tom Hanks is almost unrecognizable as Colonel Parker. The guy that played Elvis, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, my God. He had to p play him in, like, three or four different eras, and he nailed it every time. And it was weird watching the movie because my birthday is August 19th. My mother, Nana's birthday, is August 21st. 21st. Elvis died on August 17th. And as the movie was going, Charlotte's like, because she, she had had it. You know, she's my movie buddy. And she was up for this one, but she was like, when's he going to die? Like, she, that's the point we were at, at, right. at the two-hour mark. And I'm like, it's coming. We're in Vegas. It's getting ready to happen. But... I said, he dies on August 17th. And she was like, how do you know that? And I remember, I told her, I remember my mom, Nana, it came across the news. And they have it in the movie where Walter Cronkite, who was a you know CBS, legendary CBS. CBS reporter, you know, gave the news that Elvis had passed away. And I remember my mom just bawling, crying. 
Because for my mom and your mom, that generation, Elvis was the king. He was everything. He was everything. And at the end of the movie, they put up, you know, he's the best selling artist of all time which is amazing to this day. Um, it was very sad. You know, when it, when it ended, I just was kind of like, oh, it's kind of sad. Um, but it was a really good movie, and I would not be surprised if it does not get nominated for some um, Oscars. Better, I'm sure it will. I bet it will. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this kid was amazing. He looked so much like Elvis, and he's kept his, um, you know, that Elvis, the the speaking of Elvis, because it was kind of a slur, and, you know, and he kept it. Um so I heard him on Jimmy Kimmel or Fallon the other night, and he was saying, he was talking like that. And he, they were like, listen, you still have your eye. He's like, I can't shake it. If you remember, he went on the Ed Sullivan show, and they told him he could not right. shake he, his hips. Yeah, yeah he was too, uh, too, too. Risque. Uh, you know, what happened was these, the women, and you could see it in the audience, because back then, you know, in, the, in that time period, women were like, they, can't, they didn't work outside the home they were homemakers they didn't express themselves they certainly didn't like they weren't like excited to see a man swiveling his hips well, or, or were they well they were that was my point but it was so out of character and so these women like the scenes where they're like when he first started and they're like moved to like literally get out of their chair like oh you know screaming and their husbands are like why do you know it you know it's just crazy and then he was supposed to do a christmas special and it turned in if you remember there are those pictures of him wearing that leather outfit everybody remembers that super sweaty and he did that cbs special and they shipped him off to uh to be in the army okay because otherwise they were going to put him in jail for standards and and all of this stuff so it, yes i had to keep saying to her it was a lot of a movie though smashed into as you can imagine into two and a half hours and i mean once it got into vegas I, that's what i was there for i mean that is like the best elvis this does, does it show him dying on the the is that a, the the bat on the toilet? No, it doesn't show that. And you know, there are so there was so much speculation around all of this. Um, it didn't say how he died. Okay. And there are so many people, you know, these people who believe that Elvis is still roaming the earth, along with Jim Morrison and Kurt Cobain. Now, I don't know what the three of them are doing. Wow, can you imagine where they'd be right now? I mean, seriously. On everything but roller skates. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. They flew to Vegas. Saturday, they stood in line with four other couples to get their marriage license. And they were wed just after midnight at the Little White Wedding Chapel, which boasts the uh, Tunnel of Love. It's a drive through oh. type wedding chapel. I love that. They got there a few minutes after midnight. They kept the place open for them. Uh, ben changed his clothes in the men's room. Jennifer Lopez changed her clothes in the uh, break room where the employees had their toasted cheese crackers and Dr. Peppers and things. Hmm. Very small ceremony. Uh, I don't know that anybody was there other than the two of them. Hmm. Surprised that this happened? Do we care? Um, no, I mean, I, oh, I definitely care. Um, I think that, I think it's great. I, I've loved this story from the beginning. It's like, you know, they got together. They were a hot mess. They, um, or he was, and... They had to spend some time apart and go their separate ways, and they came back together. I mean, listen, I have heard more people who have been with the person that they thought was going to be the person forever, and then all of a sudden, like, something happens, or maybe there's a, God forbid, a death or a divorce or whatever, and they get back together with somebody who they were either entangled with, like, in high school or a previous marriage or something, and it ends up, they end up back together. It's crazy. So, I mean, I think that, yeah, and, and it's like, a mature, I've said this before, I think it's a very mature love. I don't think either one of them are playing games. They're not, um, 
you know, before I think she had to deal a lot with Ben's substance abuse and things that were going on. And I just think that now when you get to a certain age, it's like, you want to be with me? No drama. No drama. No drama. A checkbook and six months on the job. That's all you need. And in three minutes or less, Donna says two and a half minutes, actually. Mm. Two and a half minutes, she can make magic and get you qualified, guaranteed. We were having a conversation, uh, Donna and I, uh, this week about the pandemic you know, hurt a little bit with your, with your credit report. You know, people lost, there was job loss. There was uh, furloughs. There was a lot of things that, that affected your personal life, your professional life, but affected your finances as well. And you know what? The one thing Wolfman, her daddy, asked for the Wolfman. Wolfman always believed in this. You, you take care of everybody. And, and that policy continues today because Donna learned from her dad. You're not going to be shamed because of a little bump or a hiccup on your credit report. Don't, don't think that you're going to, they're going to, you know, be standing behind the, standing in the break room looking, everybody's looking through the blinds at you. Who's got the, who's got the 320? She's got the 320. That's not ever going to happen at Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Yeah. And I think that's important because right now um, coming out of the pandemic, there are a lot of people who, you know what, took a little rough and tumble. You know, sometimes you feel like I don't even want to go in and have them, you know, the new thing is like, we'll just run it real quick and do a little soft credit check and see if you're eligible. But there's nothing worse than, you know, going in, wanting to get something and then basically being turned away and turned down and saying, you know, we can't help you with that. Give them a shot to earn your business, and they do walk the walk. We've said this before. They spend their money locally in the community, and they really, they're good people. They're people like you. Again, they're not somebody walking around with, you know, a notebook, a notepad who has to go back, and you're standing there just feeling like, like you're, you're buying a car. It's like, like you're standing there manager. naked, you know, waiting for them to come back after they've talked to their manager. So now your business has been spread to five different people. So don't do that to yourself. Don't embarrass yourself. And you know what? Even if you have great credit and you're somebody who can sail right through the fast lane, that's okay too. Go to Gallery Furniture because what you're going to get for the amount of money that you would spend somewhere else is going to blow you away. You're going to be able to get much, much, much more at Gallery than you would anywhere else. Um, you're not going to be, be paying, again, those exorbitant finance charges. Financing is guaranteed in, in under three minutes. Check an account. you got to be on the job for six months. That's it. Donna will take it from there. Donna here for Gallery Furniture. The Wolfman is celebrating at Gallery Furniture, and he's giving our fans super deals on furniture. Come a little closer. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Thank you for your support of this podcast since S1E1. Season 1, Episode 1, back in January of 2020. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. My second act is also brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Tough. Fable Ford, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. You get one if you buy a Ford. You get one if you shop from the pre-owned lot, too. That's right. In the pre-owned lot, they got uh, Fords, and they got Chevys, and GMCs, and Kias, and Toyotas. Pre-owned lot. You purchase from Fable Ford, you also score the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. FableFordGA.com. Worth uh, worth a drive from wherever you are just for that lifetime powertrain warranty. My second act is also brought to you by Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while. Stay a while at Awesome Alpharetta. AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Our country is no longer in the grip of the COVID-19 pandemic. It was a very trying and tiring time for care team members at Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, yet they marched on. The stories during the pandemic of healthcare workers at Brightmore Hospice going above and beyond are endless. Brightmore care team members slept in tents in their backyards, RVs in their driveways. Many did not see their own families for days at a time, some for weeks. But each day, they cared for someone else and their family, often strangers. To the 473 employees of Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, we take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for doing 
what had to get done. Thank you for pushing through during the most trying time that this world has ever seen. 20 million Americans work in healthcare, and there are hundreds and hundreds of families who would agree that of the 20 million, the true angels and experts pin to themselves a Brightmore Hospice badge every day. Brightmorehospice.com. We care for patients in their home. No matter where home may be. You are adding this episode, Donna, a song from Muscadine Bloodline. <laughs> well, I know you know you're going to control me and there's nothing that I can do. To the break down or the cast come home, I'll be right where you want me to be and that's me on you. Me on you. Yes. They have a huge following. Huge following. Um, kind of an indie type country band. But anyways, they're going to be at the Buckhead Theater this Saturday, July 23rd. So if you are in the area and you want to come see them, that would be a great thing. Proudly independent and unapologetically Southern. Where were you exposed to <laughs> Muscadine Bloodline? I, I got to tell you, I work with all these young people. I really do. I was thinking about this tonight because I did a, an event to thank my team um, at Top Golf, And this has been a really, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but this has been an interesting experience. Um, I have always been managed. I have never managed people. I think that along the way, you, you def- definitely develop things that you were like, dang, if I was a manager, I would sure as heck do that differently. Never thinking that I was going to be a manager because it just wasn't my thing. Managing this group of young people, you know, I, I think there are a lot of people that say this generation is lazy and they're snowflakes. And I was thinking tonight about this group of kids that I have, and I have most of them have been with me for two years. I have two that are getting ready to go to college. And I treat them very much like they're my own kids. And I, sometimes I have to separate my heart from it because, you know, they take full class loads, most of them, college and high school. They play incredibly competitive sports. I have one kid who works for me who played um, the same golf course that Tiger Woods played as a kid. He's an incredible golfer. Um, I have, you know, kids that take, you know, obviously tons of AP classes and that thing. And they're also working a job and they do a great job. But my point to all this is they have taught me more than I could ever teach them. And one of them is like the music that they listen to. This is where I found um, Tyler, Tyler Rich. This is where I found a couple of other things is because we listen to more like rock country music in my store. And they're like, oh, you know, Miss Donna, you got to listen to this band or this band. And this is one of the ones that they turned me on to. And these guys are really, really good. They will listen to, you know, something that we used to listen to because, they're, like we said, they're watching Stranger Things or something. And then they'll find something like this group totally out of the box. I think, I think that's one really cool thing. Like if you have a college kid or if you have younger kids in your life, let them bring music to you. I know that's how... Um, I mean, I was always kind of a Harry Styles fan, but you that's how you kind of got into Harry Styles is Charlotte brought him onto your radar a long time ago. Um, so that's one great thing. Like if if you're always trying to look for something as your kids get older to like have that something in common, something you can talk about, they love to talk about music. They could talk about it for hours, the music they listen to. And they can talk about that and like boys and girls for hours, just let me tell you, because I listen tonight and I'm like, oh my God, my head's going to blow off if I hear about this. How, how many total were there? 12. And it's like herding cats, but they're awesome. Now, the interesting thing was I had one margarita and I said to the girl that everybody, you know, it was like Cokes and all the stuff. And I said to the girl that came up, I said, I am the only, well, there's me and one other person who is legal and there's no more legal people here. So I don't know what they're going to pull out, but 
Yeah. I mean, like IDs and things? Yeah, because there has been a time when I have been in the back room and when I have beer or something delivered to the store, you always have to show your ID with Instacart or something or Drizzly. You, if you're listening and you're like, what is this woman talking about? You can get alcohol delivered here in Atlanta through an app called Drizzly. But I've come back out front and I'm like, hey, don't I have to show my license? And they're like, no, I took care of it. I'm like, how'd that go down? Oh, 16. you mean like one of your underage employees? Yeah, they whipped out their underage license. I'm like, Lord Jesus. But again, I just try to stay in the background and be that, you know, you just want to listen. Have your ears open. Have your ear and your heart open. That's what I always say. Have the hair on your heart. No, have your ears and your oh, heart open. Ears and heart. And there's nothing you can, you know, destroy or mess up. We're not building a nuclear weapon. We're just selling clothes. But I've told you a hundred times how to do that. So let's stop messing that up. That's what I say. Anyway, okay, good. Learn how to key your, the right skew. That'd be wonderful. All right. Today, if you're listening on Upload Day, today's Tuesday, July 19th for the next five weeks. Going to add a song to the Spotify Hive Song playlist, either the original or the cover. We do not agree, Donna, which rarely ever, ever happens that we do not agree on things. Then we add them both. Carrie Underwood dropped a cover of an Ozzy Osbourne song just this past Friday that was released in 1992. Third cut from Ozzy's album, No More Tears. The song is Mama, I'm Coming Home. Oh, yeah. This is Ozzy. Carrie Underwood says this is one of her favorite songs ever. She participated in the Apple Music sessions, and so she gets an EP from Apple Music that you can you can listen to and download now. Got six songs on it. Uh, a couple of new songs from her uh, Denim and Denim and Diamonds, Denim and Rhinestone. What is Denim it? and Rhinestones? Yeah. A uh, couple songs from from that project on there. A couple early songs from Carrie Underwood. This cover. Here comes the beginning, big fan. So, um, well, Ozzy for the win. I agree. She just loud. That's that caterwauling that she does that just will break your. T- I mean, like if she is on the a these ACMs or the CMAs, she'll break your, your picture, picture tube. It's happened to us. You better get there before she does it. Do you know how many, I bet after like the CMAs, how many like, well, there's no like, remember when your mom used to send out your TV? I just had this thought. Be gone thought. for weeks. Be gone oh, for weeks. Oh my God. You would rather your air conditioner go out when you were our age. Than your TV. Than your TV. Because it came in that big cabinet. It was a piece of furniture that like sat on the floor that was, th- I mean, it was expensive. And you remember your mom would be like, and it would have that um, kind of netting over the speaker. And you, if you were like me, you'd get over there and try to like kind of poke your finger through it every now and then, poke a pencil in it to feel that little, little like speaker. I bet Nana didn't like that. I bet. Oh my God, she gets so mad. Donna K, you don't. That TV cost a fortune. Lo and behold, one day you turn on, and what would happen? It would have like that bar or that thing across it, and you're like, oh my God, no. Because the picture tube. Went picture out. tube had gone out. So then the Zenith man, my dad sold. Who was your in, yeah. in your case was, was your dad. But Not repairman, that, but he sold them. That man would have to come over and get your TV. Load it up. And take it away. Mm-hmm. And there was no, at that time, there was no, you're going to be fine, Donna Kay. You watch the TV, the four, 15 other TVs around the house. You had one. There was one damn TV, and it sat in the den. And let me tell you something. If you did not want to watch, like, Gunsmoke, what my dad wanted to watch, you were shit out of luck. Where would you, What would you do? Would you go to your room? Yeah, and just play Rod Stewart music and act like I was, like, going to be famous one day. I, I, you know what I would love to do as an experiment? Is to remove every TV in the house. I don't think they would care. Except for one. 
I don't think they would care. You know why? Because they watch everything on their phone. Device. Listen to me. If you if you're planning on watching like a gospel or Christmas special with, you know, Carrie Underwood, I'm just telling you, before she hits that note, you better be on your volume. Turn it down. Okay, I agree with you. I concur. Ozzy goes to the Spotify Hypes on Playlist, my slot this week. Leslie Jordan saved the pandemic for many people because of his TikTok account, myself included. I was familiar with him before COVID only because of Will and Grace. He played uh, Beverly. I had his name written down. I forgot his name, but yeah. He was a nemesis to Kieran. Kieran, yep. Before we get to the Leslie Jordan story of dumping Tanya Tucker for Dolly Parton, here's uh, 30 seconds of clips with Leslie Jordan on NBC's Will and Grace. This is a gay bar? Well, I had no idea. I'm a half a mind to storm out of here right this minute. But my other half wants to stay and finish my refreshing lemon draw. <laughs> I am so sorry I missed the ceremony. But tell me this, darling, do they still say, till death do us part when the bride is a vampire? <laughs> If it isn't my dear friend, Karen Walker, so nice to see you. Why, Beverly Leslie, if you'd sit on a phone book, it would be nice to see you, too. This is my favorite Leslie Jordan Karen book. Walker, I thought I smelled gin Dan and regret. regret. <laughs> All right, that is Leslie Jordan. He's got a gospel album out now that's doing quite well, and he has some, some, some pretty big artists that have joined him for this gospel project, including uh, Chris Stapleton and his wife, uh, who's the one that chases him around the tambourine, uh, Morgan. Morgana. Uh, Eddie Vet Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder. Yes, is, they've been is, friends for a while. He's on this gospel album. Uh, Ashley McBride is on there, Brandy Carlisle. Leslie Jordan, to promote this gospel album, did a podcast in Nashville. The name of the podcast is Dave Cook's Southern Accents Radio. Umbrella under the Apple Music umbrella. He revealed during his episode that dropped last week how he abandoned Tanya Tucker because they were in the studio. I guess Tanya's on the Gospel Project too. They were in the studio recording a cut for the Gospel album when he found out that Dolly was next door. Mm. Every gay man's dream is to what? Meet Dolly. Well, one of them would be to meet Dolly. And all kinds of people sing on your, your record. Dolly sang on your record too, right? That was so crazy. Dolly has a guy named Steve Summers that's been with her for 30 or 40 years. He designs all her dresses and goes everywhere with her. And I pestered him for years. I said, please let me meet Dolly, please. He said, well, when the time is right, it'll happen. Well, I was recording um, with uh, Tanya in Nashville. And uh, he called and said, now, listen, I know it's pouring rain, but Dolly's over here at a studio. Well, I just left Tanya sitting. <laughs> Bye, Tanya. I'm off to see Dolly. But anyway, I ran over there, and it was COVID, so we had our masks. We couldn't hug. We couldn't get near each other. But we sat down and glommed on to one another and didn't shut up for about an hour. And um, people say to me, well, what's she like? Well, you know exactly what she's like. You know exactly. Dolly is Dolly. And I now get up in the morning and I say to myself, if I have a problem, well, what would Dolly do? He lived uh, in Atlanta for a while. Lived in Chattanooga. 
I think he still has a house in Chattanooga. His, his mama lives in Chattanooga. Yeah, he had a house in L.A. too. Because during the pandemic, for the most part, he was in Chattanooga with his mama. And he went from like three followers on TikTok to 10 million in a matter of 10 days. What would be your go-to song at, uh, in Cantu? The sing-along film concert. Well, obviously. We don't talk about Bruno. That's the song that I screwed up on the Spotify Hypes on Playlist, right? Yes. It's been about six months, if not more. You wanted to add that one, and I thought it was a Bruno Mars. I thought you meant you were adding a Bruno Mars song. That's right, yes. And so I pulled a Bruno Mars hook of some song, and, and we was recorded very dirty. the episode, and you're like, that's, that's not it. That's and not like, it. No. How, how do you, how do you, there's another Bruno? Yes. We don't talk about Bruno. August 7th in Cantu, the sing-along film concert. What are you going to add? What would be your number one in Canto? I have, uh, I, I, I'm not, I don't know. Oh, let me tell you something. That is going to be one of the best events this summer. I don't care if you have little kids. There are kids who are in high school who are totally into musical theater that love this movie. It is going to be so much fun. Here's talking about the restaurants and the rooftop bars and things like that. But Alfred is also very family friendly. I mean, if you don't have four kids under your roof, then, then you're in the minority. Kids Bop is coming. Oh, live. I four, just want to go. It starts at four o'clock. They're very smart about that. It's yeah. a four o'clock start time. If you will loan me and Caddy your kids, we'll take them. They will have the time of their life. August 14th, Auntie Donna and Uncle Caddy. Yes. We have live music nearly every day of the week. Friday night, we had the uh, the, the, the concert series on the green. Uh, there's the farmer's market going on. There's uh, art in the park going on. There's always something going on in Alpharetta. And we want to cordially invite you to spend some time in awesome Alpharetta. And a great weekend to plan would be a weekend when there is a live concert at a Mayor's Bank Amphitheater. Um, and it is such an easy amphitheater to get into and out of. Um, and you know what? You can, just as uh, Caddy said, it's everything's easy. You know, and sometimes people are like, why, again, why would I leave my neighborhood to come to another neighborhood if you live in Atlanta? The reason is because you're going to feel like you actually got away. Um, there's, like we said, where there's great hotels, different price ranges to stay in. Some of the hotels have amazing restaurants on site. Some of them have great spas right around the corner. Rooftop um, bars. Rooftop bars. There's just so much to do. And then you can go shopping and you can, you know, spend a day at the spa and then head on over, have a great dinner in downtown Alpharetta, go over to Ameris, see an amazing concert. That is a great venue to go to because it's just easy. And, you know, there's some places like, Somebody will say, oh, this particular act is playing at this venue. And you're like, I don't care. Listen, Jesus Christ could come up and show there, right, but right, I'm, right. Not, I, I'm not going there. Um, this is such an easy venue to get in and out of. All of the sight lines are amazing. The music sounds great there. And there's really good, like, food at the amphitheater. There's, you know, it, it's just super easy to get in and out of. You're going to have an amazing time. And, and then the, lawn, you, the lawns are great. You know, people, people kind of poo-pooed lawn tickets for the longest time. Oh, my time. gosh. It's the best. Kind of where you want to be, actually. I mean, yeah. On the lawn. And you can bring chairs. You can bring blankets. You can rent chairs there. You can do whatever you want to do. Just make it easy. Um, and then when you leave, guess what? Head back down to downtown Alpharetta, go to one of our rooftop bars or one of our other great Grab establishment. Some late night bites. Yeah, have a late night bite, maybe uh, one or two more drinks, and then Uber or Lyft back to your hotel. Exactly. And the next day, you go to a great spot for brunch, brunch. and you're like, wait a minute. You want to move here? I want to move here. We don't encourage that. Well, because we're full. Well, that's not true. We're full at the end. Jack Johnson, the 2022 summer tour, August 20th. I mean, if you're into the chill stoner, just come off of that. And just head out over there and like Jack Johnson. He's a good-looking man. Good-looking man. Cody Jinks was special guest. You ready for this? Uh, Cody Huge, uh, Texas artist. Clint Black. 
is opening for Cody Jinks. That is August 13th, the Maris Bank Amphitheater, and then we're going to wrap the season. The season's come to a close on August 27th, the Black Keys. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be a great show. i got to get Carl Appen over there. Love this. Awesome offer at a 30 partner hotels, all close to retail restaurants, concerts, venues, farmers markets, arts in the parks. Everything that's going on is awesome at awesome Alpharetta, awesomealpharetta.com. We're also grateful for pod support from T Mobile, home internet. Yep, reliable home internet, 50 bucks a month. Free yourself from internet BS. Guests of the My Second Act podcast state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brands you know depend on and trust like Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. Meet Lucky. Lucky is lucky to have a family like 42% of Americans who will travel with their pets this year on an active and scenic pet-friendly vacation. That's up nearly 20% following the pandemic. Atlanta's Paramount Hospitality Management loves that we are driving and flying with our four-legged friends more now than ever before. That's why Paramount's properties, Home Two Suites by Hilton, Downplay Suites by Marriott, and Hampton Inn by Hilton all welcome you and your furry friends with a non-refundable pet fee. So pack your pup suitcase with a favorite toy and some treats. Plan a pet staycation. It's a great way to find incredible things to do with your pets, even if you've lived here for a while. Let Paramount help you plan a pet-friendly vacation to pause up. For Paramount Hospitality Management, we're lucky. Approved. And, like, I can just see me sitting up high yeah. on my, like, seat, and I'm going to get me one of those, like, um, page boy caps and maybe some suspenders. Like the Angus Young wears from, from ACDC? 100%. And okay. I'm going to lay on my freaking horn. Like, if you don't get out of my way and you're like oh. me, driving in the right lane with the truckers, I'm going to be up your rear end. And on the back of my truck, I'm going to have something like, don't tread on me or show me your boot. Well, I don't want to see boobies, but like, show me your wiener, you know, honk, honk. Okay. A lot of feedback about you wanting to become a long-haul trucker. I have to tell you, I had so many people who reached out to me, and they said, Go for it. Caddy. That one of the things that they find most endearing about me is that I still want to do these things. That like there are that, and I genuinely, if you know me, I can't like nothing I do is an act. I wish it was sometimes, but because I think people think I'm just bat, you know what, crazy half the time. But chasing beavers and doing all this stuff. But this is the true me. And they were like, I, I just like, I think it's great because there are a lot of people your age. That was when they said that. That I was like, wait, what? did you say, that are just kind of settled in whatever they're doing. and um, You want to drive an 18-wheeler? You're not, and I'm not. I am not settled in what I'm doing. Uh, North Carolina pot peep Jody, uh, her husband Ken, went through a program at the community college. There was a 12-week course, graduated on Wednesday, took his first load alone, no trailer, to High Point, which is furniture. You're talking about furniture. Uh, the showroom, High Point showroom on Thursday, the next day. He was one of three with perfect attendance. There were 12 in the class. Now, I don't know if I can get that. I'm going to be honest with you. There may be a day or two when I just don't feel like doing my truck driving. I've got a question, another question for the panel. Uh-huh. When I go to pick up my load, uh-huh. do I have to I know what you're pack my load? It depends. It depends on the, 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 the company you drive for. It also depends on the company you're picking up at. Some, some will load your truck. Others, you got to get out there and grab your winch or whatever. Okay, I'm not doing that. That's not part of it. Okay, well, it, it, it may be no, Donna. I'm a truck driver. I'm not a truck loader. Packer. That packer. I'll find somebody in that warehouse. I'll be like, Jimmy, Seriously. listen, yeah. I just learned yeah. how to drive my truck. I'm here. Who's going to help me load? Yeah. There's a pre-checklist, test driving test, written map test that has to be passed. Make sure Donna can read a map. What does that mean? Because there may be some places that you have no service and GPS will not work. Oh, boy. If, you, if you're long haul, you can go anywhere, you know? I think I can read a map. Do There's you? A, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a physical and drug test that has to be passed. Pretty clean driving record. I got that. Biggest one is, biggest question is, can you drive a straight 
Uh, can you do a straight drive? I absolutely can. I Go. learned how to drive Go. on a Suzuki sidekick. They had that big old long thing in the thing. Now, I'm not telling you I won't strip the gears. That's why I want to learn on someone else's truck, because I don't want to strip the gears on my truck. I have another question. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what was that that you just said? Was something about, okay, I've got a clean driving record. Can you pass a drug test? I can pass a drug test. What was the thing you said before? Um, got to be able to know how to drive a stick. Yeah, oh, read, well, the maps. Map. Okay, map. yes. That... That could pose a problem because I'm going to be just put myself out here right now. As I've told you all before, I've lived in Atlanta my entire life. When I go on, and you know this about me. I know where you're going. Okay. 285. Yeah. When I get on 285. Which is a circle around the city. A circle around our city. I always say, okay, I need to go. Yeah, because I need to go the way of Birmingham. I don't want to go to Birmingham. Like, okay. It depends on where you're going. It depends on where I'm going. But I don't, my point is, is I don't know East, South, Northwest. I only know Birmingham and what's the other one? Chattanooga? Greenville. Greenville. Yes. Am I going to Birmingham or am I going to Greenville? Greenville's 85 Gwinnett County. That's right. Okay. Birmingham, Chattanooga. I'm I'm headed to Six Flags. Cobb Cloverleaf, Six Flags, uh, where the Braves play, Truist Park. That's right. But that's the only way I know how to get by. I don't know northeast side. And when you say that stupid thing you always say all the time, are you no, what ta- is that? What the is West it? Wall? I'm like, what yeah, the West are Wall you is talking about? Five on the west side of town yeah. from the Cobb Cloverleaf south to the airport or Camp Creek Parkway and, and further even south it's, than that to 85. Stop. It's too much. So I don't know. East side wall would be what? The opposite of the west side wall would be the east side wall from 85 Gwinnett County through Stone Mountain, then down to Lithonia, then down is it a to wall? Conyers. Uh, well, there's a yeah, there's a wall between north and southbound. I mean, between the lanes all the way around the circle. So, okay. Yeah, there's technically okay. Uh, it's twelve week course. Uh, you, uh, they also took a class on how to recognize human trafficking. I'm all about that, and I would understand that. That makes sense. Got to speak uh, English fluently. You okay? There? Now I will tell you something that and that's something that I could also participate in. Like if I went to these truck stops, I'd clean this shit up in ten minutes. I'd get out there on the par- lot, and you know how we talked about those lot lizards. Yes. I'd be like, get back in your truck, put your pants up. We don't have time for this. I'm getting ready to call your wife, Linda. I've had it. What's that got to do with human trafficking? Because that's where all this stuff goes down. Is there a lot of, like, yeah, I'm I'm just telling you, I'd clean this up in a heartbeat. And I would stop other truckers Mm -hmm. and tell them that I thought they were a trafficker. And force them, no, I would put a flashlight in their eyes when they were driving their truck. I would go around to the whole Love's truck stop because I'm not sleeping there. I'm going to sleep like at the Four Seasons or something. I'm going to park my truck somewhere else. But I would. Because they won't have your truck at the Four Seasons. I would go around to like the Love's truck stop. And, and interrogate the drivers? I would, every the single drivers. one of them. I say, I want to see everything that's in the back of your truck right now. Okay, but you don't have the authority to do that. I would have a badge. I would be at a different level. I'm just telling you, this is another thing that I could add to it because I know when there are, I've told you this before, I always am in the middle of things like this. So when bad people are involved, I would know it. And I'm telling you, I'd be like, Jerry, you don't just have marshmallows in the back of your truck. Let me see what you got. Jerry, pull his pants back down. Look at what I got here, lady. This is what I got for you right here. Climb on in. Jerry's, Jerry's going to tell you to kiss his ass. I he's going to tell you. Because they have, you know, they, they lock the back of the trailer with a, a metal tag. And then you can't open the trailer until you get to CVS or Walgreens or wherever you're going. What if somebody needs to know what's in your truck? Who's going to need to know that? Uh, the authorities. Okay, well, they have their own little metal clasps. And they, they write a paper that says, please excuse Jerry's clasp has been broken. We broke it in states of North Carolina at, at a DOT checkpoint, and he's That's fine. who I am. Yeah. I'm two uh, levels above everybody else. Two. Two levels. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Karen Thomason, also a pot peep, uh, is a, is a uh, she's a long-haul truck driver. Get out. Karen says, uh, I have a CDL, and there's a bunch of uh, teary-eyed laughing emojis, I'm sure, from the, the many things that you suspected would be the case about long-haul truck driving. Like, there's it's an easy... I didn't say it was easy. I never said that. No, I never said that. I said it's lucrative. I've known her since fifth grade, 
can't quite picture it, but I'll support her in any way I can. Maybe I can ride along and provide comic relief, comedic relief to help her keep awake on those long night halls. I'm all for that. Macy, appreciate it, Macy. I am all for that. Let me check the uh, voicemail text line real quick. Do a song and dance or a tap dance or something. Well, I'm just going to continue to tell you that, first of all, I never said it was easy because nothing in life is easy. But I do believe that it is lucrative. We got nothing. I think it is an opportunity Mm -hmm. for me to see the world. Make bank, too. Make bank. And, you know, yeah, send that money back home to you guys. Where are you going to be? Hauling stuff around. <laughs> I can't make the money just driving around the cul-de-sac. Looking like Angus Young from ACDC. That's the most important part that people just, they the loved look, it. The they, they loved the the whole, and somebody called it my, like uh, I, somebody reached out and said, I love the idea of your costume. And I, I corrected them. I'm like, it's not a costume. Okay. It's a uniform. And it's important that you look the part. That is 90% of any job is looking the part. What truck driver looks like Angus Young from ACDC? I just think it gives you an air of authority. Like, you know, like, and also I want to be known like, as like, like there's that, there's the uh, long haul trucker woman in that okay. getup. Let you be known nationwide. Absolutely. As the woman that wears the, the. Culottes. The culotte, the culotte driving. Oh my God. The culotte driving truck driver, truck girl driver. I don't be identified as my gender, though, because it doesn't really matter if you're a man or woman. That has nothing to do with the story, as we've seen, that there are plenty of female truck drivers. But I just think there are, being totally serious here, there are tons of professions that women don't think that there are a lot of us doing, and we are. We really are. So, ladies, let's just get out there and show them what to do. When are you going to get your first load? I can't until I get, I got to go, I'm going to go. I reached out to the, um, somebody told me to reach out to driver services and like, they said I had to take, like I needed to take a class. So first thing I got to do you is you have to take a class yes. to get a so CDL. I'm going to get, I'm calling JB Hunt and I'm going to see okay. when the class JB, starts. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think I should do? What would you suggest? I'd, I'd Google it probably. I think I you have. learn a lot from, have you? Yes. Okay. There are a bunch of different companies that teach them. There's a bunch of different people that teach truck driving classes. Right. Hang on. This is unplanned. Yeah, we said like, um, okay, one of the last things was like, read the last, like, uh, read the last things that you sent to someone, a text you sent to someone. No, it was meme. Oh, okay. Well, this is the last text that I sent to the girls and they have had it. Let me tell you with this thread that is going on with between me, our 16 year old Charlotte and our 19 year old Olivia. I have not, I included Will in the first one and. Yeah, he opted out. Yeah. Okay. There is, and I've tried to figure out where my love for like rodents comes from, like. Okay. Yeah, like the beaver and everything. There is this squirrel. You guys, you're going to load this into the letter, and you're going to, you, I'm not kidding you. You will die when you see the squirrel. The squirrel's name is Eve the Junebug Squirrel, okay? She was a squirrel that was injured, and this girl took in. And the whole point of, like, bringing a squirrel in is you're to nurse it back to health and get it back out because they, they want to be out in the wild. Well, so she put... Eve, the Junebug squirrel out, and she kept coming back to the door and coming back to the door and coming back to the door. So then she took her in. She created this entire, like, play thing for her, all this stuff. These videos on Instagram, I watched them the other night in bed for two hours. There were over 52 videos, like reels, of this Eve, the Junebug squirrel. On one squirrel. I'm not even kidding. When I send you this, there's one where she... No, no, that's not, that's not necessary. There's one where she's brushing his little... She brushes him with a little toothbrush. Uh-huh. And then there's another one where he he's asleep. This is funny. June, Eve the Junebug's asleep, and she, like, was doing his nails. But here's the best part. Three videos ago, 
I don't know what happened to Eve, but they found out just like that we did with my cat. He's not a squirrel. No, he's a squirrel, but he's a boy. He never like showed his parts or anything. They never looked. Or... I don't know where a squirrel's parts would be, but I mean, well, like between his nuts. Is that a joke? Like because a squirrel nuts? It is. I'll have this one download the video into the letter. All right. And if you get your letter, you'll be able to see. But I'm telling you, if you're listening right now, just pause us because you can come back. Go and watch just one reel from Eve the Junebug Squirrel. And you will be, your life will be changed. I I don't know about that. What I was going to do is give you a pop quiz Mm -hmm. on the CDL, the commercial driver's license. You have to register this site in order to get to it. And we just simply don't have the time for that right now. Next episode, we're going to do it. Okay. Okay. Listen, don't. Don't like, go cram and no, I'm not talk to Snyder Trucking and and, and 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 get their answer key or something. All right, let's let's do it legit. Okay, are you in? Yes. Now I did just send you look in your text because I just sent you where the Junebug Squirrel where they're like doing his little nails. Now you tell me that that's not the cutest thing you've ever seen. Well, I can, without opening it, I can tell you that it's not. Now that little squirrel is just sound asleep while she's she's doing, doing the squirrel's nails. She's doing the squirrel's nails. Do you die? I die. I'm going to send you another one. No, please, please don't. Please don't. I mean, uh, yeah, please send them on. I'm telling you. Send them on. I can't. I told, so I told the girls, I said, I can't with the squirrel. I'm obsessed. And you know what? Charlotte writes back. Stop with the squirrel. She said, mom, you have other things to be doing. She's a smart kid. Smart kid she is. Audio for this episode from Ozzy Osbourne and Epic Records. Dave Cobb, Southern Accents Radio on Apple Music Country. Uh, Muscadine, Bloodline, and Stan Caster Music, NBC TV, and Three Sisters Entertainment. For Will and Grace, our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. To subscribe to the letter, text left on red. Red is the color, no spaces. Left on red to the number 22828. The letter is our e-newsletter, component of the podcast and radio show weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 Eastern on the Beer 92.5. It's the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Next episode, Donna takes a Sample pop quiz for her CDL truck driving, long haul truck driving license, and she's taking a squirrel with her on the road or something. Okay, look at the one I just sent you. Seriously. I'll watch it at the same time. Look at him. Oh, my God. Look at that. It won't pull up. Is it because I'm watching it? Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my. You've got to see it. It's not a squirrel. I got to tell you something. This is sort of like, this is amazing to me. If if you don't think that that is cute, something's wrong with you. You have a very dark heart. What do you, you don't think that that's adorable? I'm being serious. That was Susan Boyle doing that version of. Uh, I don't care about that. Look at, I'm serious. And Michael Bolton, when did they get together? Do you see his little eyes? Look at him. That's a toothbrush. <laughs>